Hello, everybody. I'm Clay Brees, and this is The Watchman. We're sounding the alarm for the peril and the uncertainty that lie ahead. Our commitment is for the objective truth, and The Watchman always calls out whenever he sees those that live in the fifth dimension attempt to put feelings and emotions in front of facts and truth. The Watchman will always call out the real motives of those living in the land of unlimited imagination. The Watchman expounds on the underreported facts. Today, we're going to be expounding on those underreported facts with Tom Light. Tom's back with us. He did the point with us this morning. He's a retired general manager for about 25 years. He's also a Berks County Republican committee person. Welcome to the Watchman, Tom. Well, thank you. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you taking the time. We're going to be wrapping the year up here with a lot of the evidence-based proof that the Pravda media is truly an enemy of truth, justice, and the American way. Uh, they are, and uh, there's evidence of that. Now, some of this happened a year or two ago, but it's all evidence. I, I mean, we highlighted like the, the top 10 stories that I could find, especially politically. A lot of it had to do mostly, mo- well, most all of this had to do when Trump came in, except for maybe one case. And it's, it's a lot to do with the fact that they're constantly working against Donald Trump and the Republican Party. And I, I think that's, that's evidence. You can't miss it. You can't miss it. How do you know when a news organization is putting out bad news? I should say phony, fake news. How do you know? Because they're constantly retracting or fixing or adjusting stories. I was going to say the logo in the corner says CNN. <laughs> and that's, that's, our, that's, yeah, that's our producer, Russell. And Russell, agree, I agree, Russell. The logo in the corner says CNN. That's how you know it's fake, phony news. But, I mean, when you look at the number one story I think that takes the cake is the phony Russian dossier and the Mueller investigation. See, for nearly two years, we watched the fake news winning Pulitzer Prizes for fake stories, parading fake experts declaring Trump was a Russian agent colluding with the Russians. They were declaring the walls were closing in and indictments were forthcoming. We heard that for two years. Pravda sources like, well, like Russ said, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, NBC, and the, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the USA Today, these Pravda fake news sources were for two years, every day, every story, nearly every minute of every day, parading their fake experts like, oh, who were their fake experts? Let's take a look at them. We had former CIA Director John Brennan, former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, and, of course, the entire upper echelon of the former FBI director's upper echelon. I mean, you had James Comey. He was the director. And then you had deputy director of the FBI, Andrew McCabe, okay, the, the, the top two in the echelon there, plus some other high muckety-mucks up in the FBI, some high, high leaders in the echelon there. I say former because they're all former because they were fired, all of them, or they quit because they knew they'd be fired. So they bring these complainers on the news uh, to pretend that they got uh, they got the real story, and they don't, folks. They were lying to us for two years. We also, though, we see failed politicians, okay? And they were they were, I call them fail fail failed politicians because they were exposed as globalists. They were exposed as make China great again supporters. That's why they're former. Again. People like John Kasich, Jeff Flake, former RNC chair Michael Steele, 
Charlie Dent, Ryan Costello. And there's others, folks. I mean, I could go down the list, but there's a whole lot of them out there who just worked against the president, constantly out there parading their their expertise, talking about how Trump was going to be indicted. And and can you tell us all that what, what came out of that Mueller report, Tom? Basically, basically, Trump was Trump was um, exonerated of of basically the collusion charges that that, that they were trying to bring, mm-hmm. and uh, he came he came out of that fairly well. So, are you saying that Mueller came out with no payoff, no story, no impact? Right. Okay. Are you saying there was no collusion, no obstruction? Yes. No obstruction, no collusion. Were you saying that there were no indictments related to the investigation? None. Okay. I'm just making sure our listeners know what you're saying there. So, uh, but was there an apology, Tom? Did they come out with an apology? No. Or or how about an admission that they were wrong? No. Are you serious? They were lying for more than two years. They just let it flail out there. So they were lying for more than two years, glossing over this and glossing over that. And they expect Americans to want to continue to want more of this? Tom, I mean, are we serious? I mean, they wonder why that their ratings have fallen the way they have? I mean, this is amazing. See, Americans aren't going to listen to this. They don't want more lies, more obfuscation, more countermeasures, and more failed reporting, do they, Tom? What the the hell was it um, um, Glenn Beck said the other day? He said, he said, gonorrhea is more popular than CNN. No, that's that's funny. That, 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 that Russell was out there with that one. I like Russell like that one. Well, we got it. Well, CNN took the booby prize on this, folks. I mean, most of this came from CNN. Uh, you know, we had the Nicholas Sandman story. I mean, that was a that was a CNN special, wasn't it, uh, Tom? Oh, that was everybody twisted that six ways from sideways. To, to blame this poor this poor high school kid for uh, basically they had him attacking this this Native American and and nothing of the sort happened he the kid was smart enough to to, to just not take any action whatsoever he just kind of stood there and took this guy beating a drum in his face at in front of his face and uh, and and they they immediately went to try to destroy the kid ruin his future and uh i think there there's actually lawsuits about it going well, you're, on you're now right. so let's 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 repackage what we just said here how do you know it's cnn is a horrible fake news pravda media enemy of the people how do we know this to our listeners because they're being sued for this fake story correct huh right mm-hmm. all right so they're being sued for this fake story folks i mean that that's the truth of it Sandman's a 16-year-old boy that was confronted by a protester in Washington, D.C. And CNN and a lot of all the other channels, they weren't were just CNN, it was all these fake news channels. But CNN took the prize because they got sued by him. He was, he was wearing a mega hat. He was wearing a mega hat, Make America Great Again hat, that's right. <clears throat> they all claimed he was bullying this protester with a mega hat on. Because that was the story they wanted to promote. That's but, exactly correct. But as the story unfolded, we saw something else, didn't we, Tom? 
Yeah, wasn't true. That's right. We watched the fake news outlets declare that this this white kid was harassing a Native American who served in the Vietnam War. How how horrible that was. Oh, my goodness. So they created this narrative. They called him a racist. We even watched one guy in Comedy Central. I can't think of his name. <clears throat> but he called for punching Sandman in the face to wipe the smug smile off his face. I don't know why you put that on Comedy Central because there's nothing funny about that, Tom. I know. Haha, it's so funny. Let's go beat up a kid. Uh-huh. A 16-year-old kid. But, hey, we hate bullying. Don't worry. We're, we're against it. That's right. That's right. Well, no the fake... how hypocrisy they... No, I know. It, you know, the fake news didn't vet the whole story. Instead, they ran with it. And CNN ran with it. They jumped on it because it had, the, it had a white male who was a Catholic Trump supporter involved. That's why they jumped on it. CNN and others are being sued by Sandman for the damage they did to his character. You know the real damage... The real damage about about this, and and the the consequences people pay for 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 airing their their uh, their views, is that nobody wants to tell anybody anything anymore. That's right. You, the polls are all wrong because nobody's going to stand up and say I'm a Trump supporter. They're all going to because they don't want people picketing their house or they don't want anybody spitting in their food at the restaurant right. and or or Starbucks putting vinegar in their coffee or anything i mean so the bottom line is everybody is on edge because of what they really believe versus what it what is popular to believe and what you're going to be held accountable for so nobody wants to put anything on on uh nobody wants to nobody wants to take a poll nobody wants to do any of that simply because there's consequences you could well you could come home one day and there'd be 15 protesters out in front of your in front of your uh, in front of your house. Well, I think what's compelling, I want our listeners to understand, the watchman is not we're not a judgment-free zone, are we, Tom? We we do right. call out this and this is what we're doing. We're calling out this because the public needs to understand that I mean CNN is the they're the, they're the brass ring winner of all this. They ran with the Jesse Smollett story. Remember that one, Tom? The hate yep. crime hoax. I mean, the fake news jumped all over this, declaring Trump a Trump supporter was guilty of a hate crime in attacking Smollett. I, I, I mean, Tom. I mean, when that first came out, what did you think, Tom? I thought Smollett was pretty stupid because he he really didn't cover his bases very well. Because as, as soon as as soon as those two people, he, those two guys that he paid came forward, what do you think they were going to do? You think they were going to take the rap for, for doing what he, he wanted done? Right. And so right. they turned on him like a scalded dog. They did. They did. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think what's really compelling on this, too, is that we had a corrupt DA in Chicago dismiss the case, and the police department sued for the cost of their investigation into a hoax story. You know, what? I think what everyone missed on this, this is what I thought was compelling. I mean, we saw interviews on CNN and other channels. Smollett was all over the place, crying, sobbing. And the interview, the fake interviewers sided with Smollett every time. They all developed a compelling hoax, hate crime story is what this was all about. I think the facts seem to escape everyone there, too, don't you think, Tom? I mean, here's a, here, here's some... MAGA supporters walking down, down, walking through downtown Chicago during a polar vortex. 
At 3 a.m.? At 3 a.m. with a rope and bleach waiting for Smollett to come by. Because that makes sense. I mean, In that's... Chicago, shouting, this is MAGA country, even though it's not. But, I mean, you're right. I mean, it, and, and here we are. That was Russell, folks, by the way. And you're right, Russell. I mean, that's, uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, they, they, but they, they wanted to believe it. I don't want the listeners to understand. They wanted to believe this. It fit their narrative. So they put this out there only to have egg on their face again. And again, you know, if you're grading a news, a news channel, a, a channel that's going to call themselves news, you're grading them on the stories that they put out and how many retractions they have to do. Every one of their fake, every one of their fake newscasters and phony journalists were talking about this as a real issue. I don't want our listeners to miss that. But it was on NBC, CBS. They, I think there was a CBS interview, as well, ABC interview, I think it was. I mean, there were interviews on other channels, not just CNN. They all carried the story. Every one of them. They all colluded. They all colluded. I'm calling collusion. They all colluded in a narrative, Russ. You're right. You're well, my, right. My, I, feel I have a different, kind of a different view on that. Mm-hmm. My view is... While the police were investigating this this hoax, how many how many people were shot? How many robberies occurred in in Chicago? How many people died? That's right. That's that's the real sin of this because those people need to be protected, and and all these all these police are out trying to and detectives are trying to figure out what happened to this to this guy who really nothing happened to him. He just was he just was trying to make a make a point. Oh, I agree. And, well, he's, and so, he ruined his career. I'll tell you what, and, I, and I'll tell you something. He's not working right now, folks. <clears throat> Nobody wants to bring that guy on. And I think that district attorney that, that dismissed the case, I mean, she got called out too. Oh, and by the way, she's not the district attorney anymore. Good. But I do want to talk a little bit about what uh, another great story that CNN got wrong, okay? Another, uh, another you know, case study, if you will. Okay. Of CNN getting it wrong. I mean, the the Seville Smith shooting in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That was a fellow that was, uh, I guess, a black man in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, that got shot by the police. So the intrigue was created when, 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 when his sister, Cheryl Smith, did an interview where she declared to rioters something that didn't make the news story. So they're they're doing the videotape of his sister. She's declaring, you know, she's declaring her emotion. Look, I I, I don't blame his sister for being upset. I'm not knocking that. I mean, the, the fellow was shot, and that's that's a very sad day for a family. But she declared some stuff on, in an interview. I mean, she was doing this, and she declared that, and what she declared they took out of the out of the video. So what? Why did the CNN take it out of the video? So CNN did some masterful editing of the video to remove what she said so they could paint a different narrative. So what did she say that they took out? Well, here it is, folks. She declared the rioters to take the riot into the suburbs, burn down their buildings. Okay. Of course, she used foul language in there, so I'm not going to do that. Now, of course, that's what CNN took out of the interview. They left that out. They made it a point to say that she was calling for peace to stop the rioting. Well, it was later found out to be a lie, and what CNN left out 
gasp. Yeah, gee, big surprise. Big surprise. They later changed and updated the story. Tom does updating the story, give him a pass on doing a masterful editing job to leave out the two the the the, the true complete picture of what it was she was saying in context, the, the complete context of her comments. Well, I don't I don't believe it gives them a pass, no. I mean there's there's certain there's certain things you can you can edit but there but you can't really edit something that changes the 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 basic basic view of the story. In other words, the intent. What was her intent? Was her in, was her intent to for these people to go out and be kumbaya out in the suburbs? Or was it to burn? Was it to riot in the suburbs instead, and do damage out there? Well, I think so, of all, I think what's really compelling, and I want our listeners to know this. And my wife and I talk about this a lot. Uh, what's really interesting is Wisconsin is the, one of the one of the swing states where Trump's support has grown the most, the fastest. I think this story in Wisconsin showed everybody who CNN really was. And I'll tell you what, they've turned off a lot of viewers in Wisconsin. And I think people in Wisconsin now know that the fake news is truly the enemy of Wisconsin citizens. I mean, he has, Trump's favorables in Wisconsin are in mid-50s right now, 55, 56%. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, he's going to win Wisconsin handily, folks. I think that's very compelling. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact of, how the people in Wisconsin see what's been unfair and what's been going on and the slanting of these stories. I think that's very compelling, too. How about, now, this happened a few years ago, Tom. Remember, it was CNN who did this, by the way. By the way, this isn't a fake story, but this is how they steer the narrative. Back in 1992, I think it was. Actually, yeah, it was the 92 election. CNN came out, and they declared Republican red states and Democrat blue states. They're the ones that identified the the red and the blue. It was CNN that did that. You see, CNN understood the focus groups, because they don't do anything without a focus group, that, that red was more negatively looked upon than blue. So they wanted to have red be the Republican and blue be the Democrat, and it has stuck, by the way. So if you want to see what what a narrative can do, take a look at that. It was CNN that declared Republican red, Democrat blue. They're the ones that came out. They're the ones that came out with politically incorrect for the first time. It was them. But let's go into the uh, what happened. In, in, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember the 2000 election <laughs> where they where they called uh, Gore the winner in Florida first? There you have it. Right? That's right. Well, how about a few years ago? We had the, uh, remember we all know, hands up, don't shoot. Remember oh, that? we know that. Yeah, I don't hand- remember that because that never actually happened. That's right. It never really <laughs> happened. But CNN had, had a fake expert panel that declared, and they coined the phrase police violence with the, with the precept of hands up, don't shoot. They coined the phrase police violence. So whenever you see the term police violence being used on fake news, you can know that CNN started that. 
They coined that phrase. And we still haven't gotten over it. You see, we know that Obama inserted the Justice Department into this whole thing, the Michael Brown issue over there in Ferguson. To later learn that Brown did not have his hands up. As a matter of fact, Brown was attacking the police officer, folks. Remember the story? Mm -hmm. Did CNN retract anything on that, Tom? I, I don't remember. Nope. Yeah, I, I, you know, CNN is, here they are, they're out there putting this out there, but again, they're steering the narrative. You know, we hear people think that, that we're being extremists by declaring the news outlets just setting up narratives and so forth. Oh, you're just extreme. Well, no, we're not. As I pointed out, they're the ones that declare Democrat blue, Republican red, red state, blue state. That all came from CNN. The term police violence came from CNN. Hands up, don't shoot. CNN. Okay. <laughs> I like the, uh, the New York Times there. They actually put a story out of intersectionality being paraded about how oppressive America is. They, they put a story out, the New York Times did, because they said, we put the first man on the moon, but it was Russia, Russia, virtuous Russia, who put the first black man, the first woman, and the first Asian on the moon. Are they acting like an enemy of the people? I mean, are, are they I mean, trying to show our blemishes in this country? Are they, are they a globalist newspaper trying to show America's blemishes, or are they an American newspaper, Tom? Well, I would at this point I'd say they're they're about as far from being an American newspaper as you can get. It's right. You're absolutely right. So the only the only hope we have is that now that AT and T owns them, yeah, that they figure out that they're tired of losing money because sooner or later somebody's going to be looking at the bottom line of CNN and how much money they're spending to some of these to to some of these. Uh, That's right. Democratic people that they have hired trying to spin the narrative and eventually clean house over there. Well, let's so. talk let's talk about the narrative. Remember, I mean, where do we hear the term racist or racism? Well, that came out in the news narratives. Okay? In one week back in July, that's July 14th to July 21st, it's one week. The word racist or racism was counted every time it was used on the news channels. Hmm. In one week, the word racism was stated more than 4,100 times. Four, that's 4,100 times in one week. Is that on all the outlets? Or on just all, all, of, all the outlets. Okay. Now, this breaks down to about 600 times a day and 33, 33 times an hour. Would you say this is a, a consistent drumbeat, Tom? Oh, Absolutely. And what it does, it, it puts fear of the fear of God into a lot of people because they don't want to be accused of being a racist. So everything is spun on, under the racist, the racist theme. And so if you say one word, you know, wh whatever it is, you know, somebody will, somebody could clarify, somebody will blame you for being a racist. And that's what they've done to Donald Trump. Right. They've, They've called him a racist so many times, and he's and he's the farthest thing from a racist. Well, I think what's what's interesting on that again, that's a New York Times story, but we just watched the Army Navy game, <clears throat> and there was some there were some pieces in there about how some of the cadets were throwing out the white the, the white power symbol. They're they're using the AOK -OK sign, you know. Everybody used the AOK, -OK, 
three fingers right. up with the circle, with the finger and the thumb. The index finger and the thumb. That's an A-OK sign. We've been doing that since I was a kid. Right. But now that's being called a white supremacist signal. That's what they're How? doing. And they actually call it a circle game. I, I guess the, the kids were playing it because they were showing it on oh, TV. Oh, yeah, the O game. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were showing it, and, you know, it was just a, they were trying to, they were playing a game to get on TV. These are kids. These are cadets, but they're still kids. Making a long story short, they called it racism. It was, to me, uh, again, it's sickening. And, again, when you when you look at the breakdown of how the New York Times fudged the story, but but all the news outlets picked up on that. You know, the, the word racism or racist in one week was used 4,100 times. That, that's just an amazing phenomenon. How about the Washington Post reporter on Thanksgiving that got Trump's Thanksgiving Day plans wrong? I mean, what, was that fake news? Pretty much. I mean, amazing. I mean, she couldn't get that right. She put out the fake story there. You know, and, and again, I want to wrap this up because we only have a few minutes to go. But we had... Uh, we had CNN report right after the election that Trump had special access to documents stolen by WikiLeaks. Well, it was later revealed that Trump had access after the documents were released to the public. So CNN updated that story, but they didn't retract the incorrect story initially released. We had CNN put out a story in 2017 that former Trump advisor Anthony Scaramucci was under investigation by Congress. Well, they had to retract that one. And again, you know, we had CNN out there putting a story out in uh, J- July of, of, of this year, of last year, telling everyone that Cohen was prepared to tell Mueller that Trump knew about the Trump Tower meeting. Well, that was a lie, and CNN did not retract that story as well. So one of the thi- one of the things we haven't we 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 have glossed over a little bit is the facts, all the facts about the tax cuts right. and about jobs and everything that has been misrepresented and right. and been actually fake one of the things about the jobs the, the jobs bill or the um the tax cut bill was that it was only for the rich and it only did this and it didn't help the 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 middle class and it was and it was all spun to try to make it look like it was basically 100 percent for rich people right well you're absolutely right i mean the fake news is out there proving every day and as we just summed up, and you know, for the entire year, maybe a little back, because a couple of these stories were, were older than a year, but most of them were, were this year. I mean, the, the the fake news shows us every day. I mean, this is just a, this is a 500 foot flyover, folks. I, I, you know, we we really didn't get into. I mean, if you looked at all the stories that had to be retracted, it's amazing. The fake news is out there in force. The Pravda media, I call them Pravda media, fake news, enemy of the people. That's what Trump called them. It's because. They don't act in the best interest of the country. They keep the facts away from the American people, and they put out a narrative to try to steer an opinion. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you this. Yeah, real, real should quick. We we're almost their, out of time. Should we? Should their rights of not being able to be sued taken away from them? No, I, I think that that they they should be able to be sued. I think if being sued by Nicholas Sanders, well, you know, they have they this. have the absence of malice deal that they can print anything they want and say it's you know it was. They heard it from here. They heard it well, from there. Well, they're, they're going to be called on this Nicholas Sandman lawsuit. I think we're going to be learning a lot of what happens next year on this. But anyway, look, folks, we're out of time. Thanks to Tom for being with us and giving us your, your 30 minutes this afternoon to go over this. Thanks again to all of our listeners for tuning in. We appreciate you listening to The Watchmen today. Tune in every Saturday afternoon right here on AM Radio, 1180 WFYL, for this compelling Unpacked discussion the play-by-play, if you will, of the news. 
Some of our audience listens to us live at 1180wfyl.com by clicking the listen live button. Others, while they're driving, driving to the listening area. However you choose to listen to us, we appreciate it. For Tom, for Tom Light, I'm Clay Brees. Have a wonderful, blessed new year. See you next week on The Watchman. Goodbye for now. Merry Christmas.